Help is on the way, Davy. Great, Scott. I feel need, need for speed. Cowabunga, dude. You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Ladies and welcome to Harry Met podcast. My Harry, my dad, dad. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. It is. Hi, Harry. Hi. I can't speak. You just had a bit of a... Who takes it talk when I've done this for about a year now? Yeah, we rarely ever have mistakes, to be fair. You're usually pretty it's decent, totally aren't you? Whoop, whoop. As we're recording this, it is, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Which is, uh... Great. Well, when people listen to this, it'll still be 2023. Yeah. So, your parents are going to leave us for a year or not? No, we don't wait for that long. But there's a few that we've still got. Like what? Um, we're all old. Mm. Which I think we started in August because we're reading the books. It delays it. Sorry to the listeners. Anyway, this is when Harry Met Movies podcast where I introduce my son Harry to films from my childhood. We chat, review them together, and decide whether they hold up. That's basically the plot of our podcast. Leaving on to the plot, should we talk about the plot of our film that we've got this week, which is. The Great Outdoors, the Sweetness one. So, this is The Great Outdoors, which came out in 1988. Now, to all those new listeners, this is where Harry likes to challenge me to tell him the story of the plot of a film in a, a number of sentences. So, how many are you going to challenge me? I think it was a very short date thing. 1988, this came out. Anyway. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. I'll give you one. One? Yeah. Um, Actually, no, I'll give you four because it's half of eight. You're welcome. I'm being nice. I don't think I need four. Okay. Well, I'll do, I reckon I can do it in one. Okay, you can't do one then, you think. The Great Outdoors is about two families that converge on a cabin in the woods and... Shenanigans. Shenanigans. This whole podcast, I won't be able to speak. That's basically what happens, isn't it? It's literally about two families yeah. that collide, isn't it? And they do, like, they, have, they get up to a little bit, like... I can't speak, so... So our next little part of the podcast we always like to do is a little bit of a quiz just to get the t- chat going. I can find you. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? Now, this one is because, it, basically, the gist of this film is that it's two groups of relatives that don't get on. Yeah. So, our new thing that we do with our quiz at the moment is that we both have 30 seconds to name as many things related to a certain topic. And the topic this time is relatives in movies. So, Harry has to name as many relatives as he wants in films. One of the films, but I know I can base well, Okay, that's fine. I said with movies, then that'd be films we've watched. Okay. So, they don't get along. This is where Harry goes first, he has to name as many relatives as possible in 30 seconds in films. Which don't get along. Well, no, we'll just go with just relatives. Okay, sure. Um, I and think... then I, I've then got to try and beat him. I can... And I can't repeat any of the same ones he does. Because I've got more of a film knowledge, so that's for it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm ready, actually. Steady. Yo. Sue's, um, Hades, Poseidon, um, Ginny Weasley, Rob Weasley, Fred and George, Percy, Harry and Dudley, 
on the tuna. Got Durs is his name Dursley? Fernand Dursley. Fernand Dursley. Um I give him off quite a that's mine. You got thirteen. Yeah. I know see all gods are related and they're all films. Mm-hmm. Ready? Luke and Leia. Oh, Darth cool. Vader. Um Padme. Um Han and Ben Solo. Um so that's Star Wars, Star Wars. Um Harry is just Oh He's just messing with stopwatch. So I think he got seven. I could have way got more than seven. He just cheated people. No messing with a stopwatch. That's because he knows I'm so much better at this game. I knew you would. I knew I was going to lose. So he cheated. Sometimes you do got to go with the time limit, so let's make sure it stopped at the right time. It was on like 12 seconds and I was on seven. And he needed another seven to beat you. <laughs> Absolutely scandalous behaviour. I think that one's uh, Mark wins because. Yeah, I'll leave it. I'll leave it for now. Next time I'm going to do it, guys. Like... No, you're not. I'm going to keep the stopwatch away from you. Tell you what, when we go on YouTube, which is to the listeners, we plan to move on to YouTube at some point. Eventually. Um, if we can figure it out. When we go on YouTube, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, we're going to need some sort of timer, aren't we? So that yeah. we get, so the viewers can see it. Maybe like a 30 second egg timer or something. When it runs out, it's done. I can find an egg timer. Egg's are nice. So anyway, great outdoors. Yes. Not as in the place, but the actual film itself. What did you think of the film? Oh, thank you. You usually never ask me. Now, when I... I was intrigued with it. So for the listeners, what we've done recently is we've started to... I've just put like a favourite section on on the film app, and Harry looks at the posters. I get I, I will give him a brief description, but that's about it of the films. Mm. Um, and he just he's just picking them at random from that. A bit like when you were young and you used to have to go to a video shop and just pick it based on. Yeah, funny enough, I was talking to my cousin about this, and I was saying to him that's how we're doing it now. And he said, "Well, that's what we used to have to do." He said, "You know, you're lucky if you saw a trailer to a lot of the films." So it was. So he Harry randomly picked this now. This was one of the ones that I was kind of hoping he would pick soon because I, I loved this film when I was growing up. I, like, I loved it. Out of the two, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but two films we picked, this one's the better one. Well, the other one's already come out, which was... Um, Amigos. Three Amigos. I didn't really enjoy Amigos. I'm a big fan of it. But yeah, no, I, I like this film and I think it holds up. Yeah. I think this is very, like it's done by the same obviously it's the same guy from Uncle Buck but it's also the same I writer and I, to me it's almost like he could be the same guy still yeah so it's got John Candy who plays Uncle Buck and Uncle Buck but yeah. he also he plays Chet Ripley in this um, it took us a while to try and work out what his name was because they kept saying it we couldn't work out if it was Chip or Chet or Chat or yeah. what um, but yeah to me he could essentially be the same guy I I think from the start this is good because it's like the first bit they're in it they're in um, the car and it's again take up the tapers and the trash. Else, yeah, you see like this like this cheap car and then it just cuts to like really expensive like this person said I'm like, I driving a like a Lamborghini or something like 
And you can go in that door, you need a Lamborghini. Well, it's not a Lamborghini, I can't remember. It looks like a Lamborghini, honestly. It's not, it doesn't. You obviously don't know what a Lamborghini looks I think like. I cars. Um, cars to fill. But no, yeah, so they get to the cabin, don't they, when you realise that somebody else is also going to the cabin. And when you find out that it's fair. But they're not invited. Yeah. So why do they not just kick them out? You can, there's a balcony, just look over the river, just pick them up. <gasps> but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, so it's basically... It's a comedy, but don't think it hammers on the like, jokes all the time, like Amigos. But no, yeah, but it's more... But I was thinking about this when I was like, going through stuff for the film. So, like I said, it came out in 1989. What was it? 1988, an hour and a half. Um, How much did it make? Budget, it, it was budgeted for 24 million, made 43, which isn't bad for a comedy. Um, Have you not written it down again, what it was up against? How are you likely to do what the films are up against? You said you need to, you're slacking me iron now. So it's a quite a good year, because it got, this is the year where um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Rain Man, Ooh. Coming to America, which is another comedy, Big, which we've covered, Twins, which we've covered, Crocodile Dundee 2, which we haven't done, that or the first, Die Hard, uh, The Naked Gun film, is that, is that um, Cocktail, Beetlejuice, uh, Scrooged, Willow, uh, Oliver and Company, which is a great cartoon. Um, Again, what's that? Lamb Time, Young Guns, which is another good one. Um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which is another com- comedy. And this was just below that. So uh, there was a lot of like, good films out that year. Yeah. Um, but it's what everything that is kind of above in the rate, you would kind of expect it to be better than. Yeah. When when I look at. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah. But apparently this didn't do great at the box office, yeah. but it actually it's did better from home viewing. So when people went to view video yeah, stores and stuff like that. This is a comedy, so I think comedy probably do better when it's on home viewing. Yeah, I think we've. I don't know if we've ever. We've never really talked about this, but I think not everyone. Nowadays, cinema going to cinema is quite common. When I was a kid, it wasn't. If you're lucky, once a week. No, well, we don't go once a week now. But so, so we probably go five times a year, six times a year. Maybe it depends what's out again. So if you think of, and bear in mind, last couple of years have been quite quiet because of COVID and stuff like that. But generally, you, you're going to see maybe two or three Marvel films a year. Sometimes. Um, and then a couple. There's usually like maybe a couple of animated films you might want to see. Um. Or so like you know we've been to see. Last year. Yeah, last year we saw Doctor Strange, we saw... It's no weird saying last year now. Black Panther film, Thor, Top Gun, uh, Jurassic World, um, I think you watched Minions too, didn't you? Matilda, uh, Fantastic Beasts, so there's eight. Yeah. So that's almost one, so you're getting closer to one of without really thinking about it. Uh, Super Pets, I think you went to see. So that was nine. Do you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is... You go quite a bit to the cinema. Yeah. Um, and but when I was younger, I was lucky if I if I, if I went twice a year. Yeah, it's, no, it's so weird. So last year, so you, a lot of things did did well on home rental. Um, and this is one of them. But what I was, when I was thinking about this film, when we thought about we talk about three amigos and we were trying to talk about things that happen. Um. There's quite. A f- I thought about this, and there's quite a few. Without actually the main plot of the film, there's the the bear story. Yeah, it's actually a lot of side plots. So there's a bit where he talks about. I'm just thinking like, like scenes. 
in an hour and a half film of the bear story where he talks about which we'll probably touch on in a second but eating the steak story eating the big steak yeah. there's the um let's see the bit where he goes skiing on the boat yeah, yeah. Um, there's the bat scene where the bats flying around the thing there's the raccoons oh i love that and then there's also the um bit with where they go to feed the bears and he gets them on the yeah. car so, you know, there's like six scenes that aren't actually necessarily the plot of the film. And there's also one which kind of falls out of the ending. There's a scene. There's actually, this is what I just realised when you said they're there's twins. And they go, they get caught trying to go into this like cat cave, is it? Yeah. So. And that kind of, I'm not spoiling it. If you haven't seen the film, go see it. Well, no, we don't mind spoiling it. It's, it's been out for long enough. The now. bear. But, yeah. So, basically, yeah. So. The bear goes. Chet tells them a story, doesn't he, early on? Like a bit of to try and scare him all one night. But there was this massive bear that, that he saw and he ended up shooting it and shaved its head off. Yeah. Um, and they, they act, act like it's just a st- story. story or whatever. And then like, later on, the end of the film is that when they come... Basically, the, the twist is that Roman, is, who's the brother-in-law, he yeah. um, he's actually skint and he's, he tries to con money out of Chet. What's a skint? He's got no money. All, all his money's all his invested money is gone, and he tries to come money out of Chet, and then he realizes that he's doing something wrong, and he goes back and tells him the truth. But why this is why he's telling him the truth and confessing? His two daughters run off, don't they? And because there's a bit of a storm, isn't there? Yeah. And hide in his cave. So Roman and Chet go and try and find them, and Roman goes down into the cave and gets the two girls, and Chet goes to get a rope. And it takes that long. By the time yeah. he comes back, Roman and the two girls have actually got themselves out. Yeah. And Chet's still there chucking the rope down. And yeah. he he thinks he's he's pulling up Roman and the, boy, the girls, but he's actually pulling up bear. the bear. So this bear that he shot suddenly now turns up at the end and mm-hmm. chases them all back, back to the cabin. Um, so it's like a double end, end of the film, mm-hmm. doesn't it? I also like, there's a lot of boy. Which falls in love. So. Yeah, with a girl yeah. that lives in the town. I love the raccoon. Watch all the TV like, side stories. Like, well, there's this little thing. I know what you're going to say. No, you do the, the raccoon one because that's what you're going to talk about. I like about. the raccoon. I like, this, I like the raccoon story because you wouldn't think it would be that funny. But like they, they have a little dialogue over it. And, like, so basically, it's so funny. for those who haven't seen it, is that what Harry's on about is that the... Um, so basically there's this part of the film where at night you see these raccoons going into the bins and suddenly there's like subtitles of them mm-hmm. talking and they're saying now oh, there's new people living in the cabin they must be from wherever they yeah. come from Chicago or whatever and it's every night every couple of like sort of 20 minutes they reappear and it's uh, so first of all they're eating the trash then they like they put rocks on the bins don't they and then the third time they, um, pull the bins down they put the bins inside the cabin, don't they? Yeah. So then they break into the cabin and still just eat the rubbish, basically. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's quite a good one. It is funny because, like you say, it's not something you expect in the middle of this film. I thought it would be like about two films go to a cabin and like, something happens. But no, there's so many of them sides, so it would be interesting. And also, right, let's go on. my favourite scene is the bathroom. Because you think they just get a net or something. They have, like, they get, like, four... Explain the scene to us. Basically, there's a bat in the cabin somehow. I don't know how. Maybe a window. Just get in. Like, yeah. But 
basically, they like everyone runs outside and like, what was it, check and Ronan, like, go get it. They think they'll just get nets or something. They get, like, a mop and they, like, sell tapes on it or something, don't they? They get, like, fully protective armour. Like they haven't got they haven't got just a net just floating around, have they? Yeah. They've just got, like, all this, like, stupid, like, face covering and everything. One's got a bin on their head, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think one of them has got, like, a waste paper basket, but it's, like, a, a mesh one so they can see through it. It's just, like, so crazy for getting a bat, like... You're not going to war, you're trying to catch a bat. That's my favourite scene so far. Um, I like, like the, the eat mistakes. So they go to this, like, first of all, they go to this place and there's this really old guy that's like 109 and they get there and all the kids are trying to get pictures with him. And it turns out he's died on the way, so it's not actually his birthday. <laughs> but then anyway, they go to this, like, restaurant and if they eat, a certain size steak. Yeah. If one of them eats the steak, everyone gets to eat for free. So Roman Chant says to check on, try and eat it. So he gets it just as a bit of fun, not actually thinking he'll eat it, but it's massive. It's bigger than my head. Yeah, it's huge. And it's just like he's having to eat the steak and everyone's watching him and then he thinks he's finished, but the guy's like, well, no, there's still stuff on the plate. And it's just like the fat and the grease and stuff that he has to eat. And then at the very end, just as he's eating his... Uh, Roman turns to the chef and says, if I can get a dessert down here, will you, will you throw in some t-shirts and caps for the kids? And when they walk out, they've got a, they've got caps and t-shirts on, so yeah, so he must have actually got the dessert down him as well. And um, that's good, and then there's also like the... Yeah, because when they get back to the cabin, he's like, like he's all, like, not drunk, he's more like, like, he looks like he's about to throw up. And Food like, coma. Yeah, and he just like, you see him blow off and like, and It's just fun because you always see these like challenges and stuff on yeah. TV things and stuff, but it's quite funny, but... Yeah. Because it's I ridiculous the size of a steak. It's like the it, size of somebody's body, isn't it? So it's the size like of a chest and that. It's the size of a baby. Um, got, then there's also the, um, the water skiing bit. So Chet wants to hire a, like a rowing boat out so that him and his kids can row out on the lake and fish and, you know, sort of like a bonding time sort of thing. We should do that. We should go that until like... What lake? We find boys. Okay. Um, I've never known, I've never known whereas Roman wants to hire a speedboat so of course the kids want to hire a speedboat because it's more fun oh um, God, I forgot about the speedboat <laughs> so they hire a speedboat and then speedboat looks like Ben I think it is the youngest lad he's going to go skiing water skiing on the back of it so Chet's trying to explain to him how to do water skiing but he's but he's got hold of yeah. the thing and Roman like Leans back to say, come on, what are you doing, sort of thing, but waves at him. And, and Chet waves back, so then there's like a misunderstanding that Roma thinks Chet's going to do the water skiing. So it just starts the boat. Yeah. just It's not like a normal boat. This boat has like wheels on it. It has like a giant engine. And so he just basically pulls them like across the lake and he's like flying around the lake. Like they have a giant engine on the boat, so like, like hey, but where do you get this from? You're not in the middle of a city where you can go buy a giant engine. Well, you wouldn't buy a boat in the middle of a city anyway. You'd buy it at a lake. Yeah, but it's like, engine's like, it's like probably for mums to truck or something. It's not, it's just like a proper power speedboat. Well, um, so what was your, was your favourite scene with raccoons or? I think I like the story. I like the bat scene and I like the raccoons. I think it's just all those little scenes just split and like they make it very interesting because it just splits it up because like all oh, they that what they're going to want but then suddenly you get vacuums like 
It's good how um We shall eat the trash. I think I think what makes this work is firstly Dana playing Roman. Yeah. Because usually, so when he's in Ghostbusters, he's the likable one in Ghostbusters. Yeah. But in this, he's not likable at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the flip of it is John Candy is like, he's instantly likable John Candy. Yeah. Everything he's in, you always like him. Phones, Uncle Buck, um, as we watch with him, um, playing straight on automobiles. Yeah. He was good in that. Yeah. He, he, don't get me wrong, he always plays the same sort of guy. Yeah, but he, he just can't. He's basically like a really likable dad type character, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but I think it works having him as like the heart of the film because he's all he's trying to do is make memories with his kids. And then this jerk, is and it then, step? Yeah. Well, brother-in-law. So his brother-in-law turns up who's like all flash and got all his money. So, you, you know, John Candy's doing, like, doing a barbecue and then Roman pulls out all this like fancy like fish and... You know, he's, instead of just having burgers and hot dogs, he's having like shrimp and Boy, lobster and all sorts of stuff like that. God, just imagine not in the middle of a five star restaurant with fancy gold food. Yeah, but some people do do that for their barbecues, but it's just completely opposite of what Chet's trying to do. Even to the point where Chet goes and takes his son to feed this bit where you can watch the bears eat. Uh, yeah. And then, um, like, but, but basically, they're eating some trash and stuff. And everyone's just watching them that, and Chet's getting a bit bored, so he chucks out some like chocolate bars, doesn't he? Can I get chocolate? Probably not, and he's just chucking them to try and get them. It might not be chocolate bars, something like that. It could be beef jerky or something. I think it is beef jerky. And um, then he chucks one on his car, car to try and yeah. get them to come closer, and he panics and chucks a couple on his car, yeah. and then a bear climbs on the, on the front of his car, and then one climbs, climbs yeah. on the roof. And, um, and he just drives. And he just, yeah, he just starts to drive away slowly, yeah. hoping they'll fall off. But they don't. They don't. No. Because you guys like you're like just his wife, and you just come and you look outside the window, and you see him with two bears in his car. Like, you got to stop stealing the local bears. It's just like it's so funny, so. Yeah, it is. There's loads of like scenes, isn't there? Like, oh, I mean, like I say, but essentially the basic plot is that these two families sort of collide. Like, you wouldn't really think that would be a funny film, but it is. But it's all about. The scenarios they put them in. Yeah. Oh, there's also a bit where when he's when he's got bears, yeah, he looks next to him and he, the people are looking back at him, and he's just like, he's just smiling. It's so funny. Yeah, because all these people are looking at this car with these two bears on it. It's just like, are you alright? He's and like, he's, and he's just putting the thumbs up and smiling. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all fine. Don't worry. <laughs> it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Who, who's your favourite character? Oh, I don't I don't know. Probably, um, Chip, I've got to say. Chip. Chip. I think, like, yeah, I think he is. Chip. I think he's the one which brought it to life. But then I, there is a good bit where, after, so after the, um, yeah. the bit where Chet tells the bear story, Roman is putting his two kids to bed, and this is really funny. And he's funny in it, because he's putting his, the kids to bed, and he's saying, Charlie, oh, yeah. and he's saying, um, don't worry, you know, Uncle Chet was telling you a story about, and it's just a made-up story. It's just a bit of fun. It's not like when I was a kid and, this, and he starts talking about how this guy went out and murdered a load of people. And he's telling them, he's telling the girls, it's, but the bear story isn't real, not like the one that happened when he was a kid, where this guy killed loads of people because that was real. So don't let the bear story scare you. So he tells them a much worse story. But and they're just like sat there in bed, like rigid, staring at him and say, Oh my god, 
like even worse, basically. I just think it's quite funny. And then you can't stay and they just still are staring at the ceiling. Yeah. Like, I'll fight. I can't sleep now. Thank you. So. Dad, you go first. No, it's your podcast. No, you're first. What are you rating this film? I'm gonna go for five. Five, really? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I wouldn't rate it a five personally, but. What would you? No, hold on. I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think. Is it as good as like Mrs. Doubtfire? No, but is it? What do we rate Uncle Buck? Uncle Buck, I should find out for you now, my friend. How do you know we're friends? Uncle Buck. Yeah. Is it better than Uncle Buck? Yes. Oh, is it? I can't remember a lot from Uncle Buck, but I can remember bits of it. Same thing. It's like it seems you remember like the drill, the going bowling, the hitting the golf balls, the. Big pancakes. You rated Uncle Buck 4.9. So you rated Uncle Buck quite high, to be fair. Planes, trains and automobiles, you rated 4.5. Can we go for 4.5? That's fair. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a 4. Which is fine. Yeah. I I don't think it's as good as Uncle Buck, and I rated Uncle Buck 4.5. So it gives it a 4.25, which... It's about right, I would say. Yeah, I'd say it's in the I'd say when you think of it, the films we've watched, I would say it's looked at. So it puts it yeah. right in there with um, yeah. Hook, Top Gun, Indiana Jones, Blades yeah, of Oster, Planes, Trades, and Waterbills, E.T., Adam's Family, big, slightly better, but. I think that's right, I think. Yeah, I'd say that, that's the sort of category of films I would put that in and end myself. It's a recommendation from us that they haven't met me podcast. So, on to our closing section. I also going to like, like the CC or something like that. We should really have one for ours. What do you mean? Like the HMM. How you met movies. What, like a stamp of approval? Yeah. Um, You're welcome, because I'm fed, uh, my my team keeps getting um twisted on how we met movies sometimes. So HMM, how we met movies. What are you looking at about that for? Like, where am I getting this stamp from? You can probably get a custom stamp. All right, could I? Yeah. Just I would just buy a custom yeah. stamp along the laptop, the speakers, the also, camera, and also it's just so, like it is short the version for a name. It's basically it, because our name's very long, Harry Met Movies, HMM. Well, it's actually When Harry Met Movies. WHMM, When Harry Met Movies, there you go. Um, WHMM. So, moving on to our closing section, which is what we've been watching. So. Wednesday. Yes, we've just finished Wednesday. So good, watch it. Wow, well, that's, that's the end of that section then. Harry tells you something so good, watch it. It's good if you like Adam's family and you like Wednesday and you like mystery. It's not too gory, so you're not like if you like me and don't really like gory. I I I got what was gonna happen. It's a sad thing, but no, it is really good. It's well worth watching and um yeah eight, eight episodes wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna force my mum to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Definitely worth watching. Um, 
haven't really watched anything else since the last recording, have we? Watch Willow. Watched an episode of we're, we're on episode three now of Willow, so we'll probably have watched more of that by the time we record our next episode, maybe. Mm-hmm. But we're probably going to be recording one tomorrow because we're going to do from tonight. We just don't oh. know what yet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't make no sense. Um, I make no sense. But yeah, so well, yeah, Wednesday's fun. It's as when we were watching it, we were saying it's like. The original TV series was a bit more mixed of the characters, but the films definitely realised that Wednesday was the best character. Um, and this series expands on that, doesn't it? And obviously she's the main character, and the others aren't really in it that much, are like Maybe like a couple of episodes overall, sort of thing. Um, but it, I think it's the right decision is to focus on her. and Yeah. And they've obviously left it open at the end for a second series so, Yeah, as well, I think so. there is going to be a second season. I think because I I thought because this series definitely blew up because like it's all of TikTok now. Like I I even feel the dance that is because she does the dance. That's why it's not just that. Like that's what that's the original thing. Anything like so, it's like with Matilda, all the dancing down the corridor. That things they got clipped on TikTok and her dancing got clipped on TikTok. It's also like the actress which plays when she's saying what like someone went up to her and saying what you listen to and she pulls her ear. She said, publicly screens and stuff. I'm like, that's the first time I saw that. Maybe one to watch the show. It's that right there. And also, like, you can see what Wednesday character is, and I think I got Huxley. So, maybe. I'll probably get Uncle Fest or something. So, thanks very much for listening, everyone, anyway. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Happy 2023.